You're listening to the Christ-Centered Conversation Podcast, where we share and hold conversations to engage, empower, and enliven. We hope you enjoy this episode. God bless. Hi everyone, Greg here, and welcome to another session of Christ-Centered Conversations Podcast. So as you may well know, um, our circuit breaker period is slowly being phased out, and hopefully in a few months' time, we can you know, regain a sense of normalcy. And catch up on the things that we've been missing out, you know, craving and um, looking forward to things like, you know, masses, um, having fellowship with our friends. And and one thing that I think many Singaporeans are actually looking forward to, uh, being able to buy bubble tea again. <laughs> so for this podcast, um, if you didn't already know, um, I'll be talking about thirst. And well, I think for me... Thirst is something similar to desire. Um, that it is a want for something to fulfill a certain emptiness or a certain hole within us. And so, going back to bubble tea, ooh, bubble tea. Uh, we all, when we crave bubble tea, we crave, you know, like the f- we we crave the physicality of it. You know, we crave the sweet milk tea you know we crave the chewiness and the sweetness of the bubbles and the feeling that we get when we drink it you know but going deeper there's also a sort of emotional or psychological um, thirst or desire for you know the comfort of drinking bubble tea in the hot and humid weather of singapore you know the joy that we get from sharing this experience with our friends for example um, and even just the innate sensation of quenching our thirst you know our physical thirst through through drinking bubble tea and so trying to expand that you know um onto this sort of desire the spiritual desire um bishop Robert Barron um, said that, you know, all of us have this innate, uh, you know, natural desire, similar to like being thirsty or requiring nutrition um, for a sense of ultimate fulfillment, you know, ultimate joy that nothing in this world really satisfies. And drawing back for him to the catechism of the Catholic Church, you know, um, the human heart has a desire for God, you know. The desire is written in our hearts because man was created by God and for God. And that in God will we be able to find truth and happiness that we've had all our lives. And if we go back to this analogy of the bubble tea, um, I'm sure in our lives we have our own desires, you know. Um, some of us desire for love in whatever um, in whatever capacity it is. Um, some of us desire for comfort, you know, comfort comfortable living, and to do that, we desire for possibly wealth, um, possibly status, possibly fame, you know. And a lot of times, I think the the common trend or the common narrative is to you know reject all this. It seems like like a common narrative of the church to say, you know, you need to reject this worldliness and things like that. But I don't think the church necessarily wants us to 
look at all these desires as something that is innately or necessarily and purely evil. I think, however, that what we can do is to redirect, you know, recalibrate these desires to realize that wealth, to realize that fame, to realize that power, to realize that all these um, material things, material ends, are not actually ends in themselves, you know. They are but means for us to fulfill our greatest desire, our deepest and most innate desire for God. Because at the end of the day, you know, just like how um, the coolness of the milk tea and the sweetness of the pearls are all just the physicality of what a bubble tea is. And that underlines a deeper um, psychological thirst, you know. These desires and this thirst of ours imply a deeper and more innate desire for God. And all these desires, they're not necessarily bad, you know. Desire for love, the desire for joy, the desire for hope, the desire for for a sense of fulfillment of mission, you know. They're not bad desires and painted in that way, one can see how all these are just but aspects that we find that we will find its true source in the Almighty, you know. It's its true source not in the material things that are but placeholders for these desires, but in the source of it, which is Jesus, which is God, you know. And this is how we go about doing this calibration, I think, um, is quite simply prayer. And I, I know, I know, prayer seems like a very um, easy answer to get out of things, you know, like, oh yeah, um, it, when in doubt, pray, when you need help, pray, you know, when you need to support others, pray. But in this interesting, um, at least in this sense of desire, I think prayer is actually a key, key um, aspect that we need to look at. And if we go back to the catechism, um, we realize that the church teaches us that it is not us only that thirst for him, you know. It's not a passive one-way street where we thirst for the Almighty, we thirst for God, you know. But that it is a two-way active relationship where God first thirsts for us and desires for us that we then feel the same for him, you know. Um, it is a sort of union and prayer the church teaches is an encounter of that thirst God's thirst with our own thirst and our own desires and that the only appropriate response towards that sort of relationship is prayer you know uh, is this communication between his desires and our desires and I think In this case, to recalibrate our desires such that we remember that all these are but aspects of the ultimate source, which is God. I think we don't need long, you know, long prayers, but we do need consistent prayers. And what I mean by that is something that I've been trying out um, since, you know, starting my 
being more aware of my spiritual journey is to always have small conversations with God, you know, uh, in uh, daily life, you know, during lunch, talk on, on the bus, you know, um, while meeting friends and things like that. Not as a, you know, not to like ask him for things, but to allow myself to sense his spirit within me because, you know, Pentecost is coming. Um, we just celebrated Ascension yesterday and we all know that our bodies are the temple temple of the spirit and the spirit is present within each and every one of us and to communicate with that spirit to allow his desire for me to then calibrate my own desires such that all my desires end up you know um, end up in him and for him that my desires necessarily um, becomes a means, a step, a process by which I go through such that I can reach him in all aspects of my life. And so such desires, like for example, you know, um, wealth, you know, uh, wanting to get a good job, wanting to get a good pay, not necessarily for ourselves, by aligning ourselves with him, by allowing him to talk with us, to communicate with us through the spirit, we can then see how such things can benefit and show others the love of Christ, you know, by, for example, providing for your family, uh, by, for example, being charitable, by being compassionate by allowing this responsibility of of being able to attain a certain amount of wealth more than for example other people and then using that wealth to distribute it to the people in our society that have, are less well to do you can see how such desires no longer you know, simply end at the material and end at end at ourselves but they end always for others and ultimately for God you know and so I think can join me in this journey um, to just communicate with God to allow the spirit to speak with us each and every day to have small conversations with God and to calibrate our desires always towards that source you know towards the final ends of of our human lives which is union with god take care everyone um, and we'll see you soon in the next podcast bye